Yo, it's Alex Terranova, and welcome to Flip the Lens, where Brie Holland, London Papa Michael, and myself smash down the walls of perfection, performance, and looking good to dive face first into deeply vulnerable and personal conversations where we expose and explore what it means to be authentic and how to succeed in a world desperate for a facade. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, welcome back to Flip the Lens. This is your DJ, London Papa Michael, Alex, Bree. What's up? Spinning records over there in your front I am. <laughs> it's my uh, my new passion project. I'm fucking, I'm burning. I did a live set yesterday. Love it. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> yeah. So something I've been thinking about lately, you know, and things are very different for me because I'm this lone ranger in LA and moved here with not knowing anybody. So it really made me think about friendship and how, it's very, you know, more, I think it's very special to me, which I probably is to everybody, but you know, me not having a lot of family members or a big family, I feel like my friends have become my family. So friendship is very near and dear to my heart. But over time, I feel like it's really changed. You know, I've always been the new kid. And then, you know, over time, you know, you're not in school, you know, you move around, you got different jobs. Maybe you're still single. How has friendship changed for you? For me, it's changed, changed drastically, you know, for like, you know, it's very difficult for me now to kind of make friends with my lifestyle as an entrepreneur and I don't go out much. So again, you see a guy in the gym, he might look cool. Do you go up to him and say, hey, bro, you want to be friends? It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> you, know? you, you, don't <laughs> hit, you don't hit on dudes at the gym, London? That's I, I, I don't. You know, I've seen some guys that might seem pretty cool, but that's kind of weird in a way, right? So, <laughs> you know, I was thinking, you know, it's, it's, it's really changed, you know, and some really good friends of mine, we just don't speak anymore. It's, I don't, do you get mad at them for that? But, you know, they're married with a business. Maybe they have kids now. You know, they're in love. They're, you know, a thousand miles away. Do you hold a grudge? Do you not? Does that make them a bad friend? Am I a bad friend for being annoyed about that? So how has friendship changed for you? You know, are you guys on the apps like Bumble and you're looking through the friend section or the business section? You know, how is friendship? <laughs> what does it mean to you? How has it evolved? How has it changed? You know, talk to me, guys. I'm, I'm picturing Bree or Aaron, like, on their phones and the other one, like, Aaron's on his phone and Bree, like, looks over his shoulder and she's like, why are you on Bumble? What, what is there, are we, are, are you, are you leaving me? Like, he's like, no, I'm trying to make friends. Yeah. I'm my friends. I'm just it's looking for a bro. Um, it's, it's funny because as you were saying this, first of all, this topic is hilarious. Me and my brother talk about this um, because as my brother's gotten older my brother's actually pretty good at making like friends as an adult and i think you know for me being and and i think you guys can get this too because we all worked in hospitality and whatnot in that industry it's really easy right you're like hanging out with the other bartenders you're the servers are hanging out you meet the the bartenders and the servers from the other restaurants you, you become like very clicky in that sense that was always really nice i always felt like after high school and college i never had to actually make friends because they were built into my job. So even if I left a restaurant, it's still kind of, it was just evolving. And I would say as a, as a coach, it's shifted, but I have actually done a lot of work to like make my colleagues, other coaches I know, like they've become a lot of my friends, but I love your point. Like a lot for me, a lot of my friends are women because there are a lot more like female coaches and female personal development people. And I agree like to try to make a friend that's a man is like awkward and weird and it shouldn't be this is all made up crap in our head um 
but I was thinking about my brother and me were talking one day and he used to like hang out at this spot, like this bar that his girlfriend sometimes worked at. And there was another dude who used to, he would always see there who would also like hang out and get drinks there. And they would talk cause they just would both be there a lot. And my brother was like, he told me the story how one day he was like, hey man, I know this is super weird, but like, you think you want to hang out outside of here? <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, he's like, cool, let's exchange numbers. But he said the whole time, like he couldn't get away from the fact of how silly it felt and how weird it felt, which is a joke, right? There's no reason for that. And I think this, I think the same thing too, like, dude, how we met London, right? Like I'm at this event, you're speaking and I'm like, you know, I'm listening to you talk. We're, we're thinking about things. Like I can tell you're somebody who like wants to evolve and grow. I don't want, really want to be friends with people that are like just trying to like, you know, have sex with girls and get drunk every night. Like, that's fine, nothing wrong with that. That's just not where I'm going. So I see a dude like you and I'm like, well, he's into fitness. He cares about his mental health, his physical health. He's trying to grow as an entrepreneur. It's that kind of dude I wanna be friends with. And, um, right, and we connected, like I wasn't like, hey, we should be friends. But then I remember like, I'm driving up from San Diego to LA and you're living in LA. And I was like, man, I should hit up, I should hit up London. Maybe we can go get like a sandwich together or something <laughs> but it's weird right it's, it's, it's there's true. a big like transfer to like when you were talking about like high school friends and like a lot of people stick with their friend group but then I would assume like all three of us like when we transitioned like you said when you became a coach or London like not having a big family like your friends but like you have those close relationships I know for me when I started working on my own life like I'm gonna get out of the stripper scene like I'm becoming a mom I want to get out of the bar scene I might be working at a bar but I don't want to sit there and spend my paycheck after the bar and drink like after I had my daughter like I did not want to hang out with those people anymore like it was it was a decision I had to make because that was kind of my comfort zone of go to the bar, hang out with the regulars, go to the bar, hang out with the servers. Okay, the baby's here, like grandma can watch her. Go to that environment because it was the only people I had surrounded with for so long. So it was kind of like this isolating, okay, I want to do better in my life. I want new, fun, like uplifting people in my life, but I don't have those people. So like now I'm alone. <laughs> How do you like, navigate for me i was trying to get healthy i was trying to work out i didn't have a single person even my boyfriend at the time still worked in the bar i mean i think it took him nine months to quit smoking after we had our kiddo you know not that he did around her but like there was just all these things that i personally chose to start working on where everybody in my circle at the time wasn't also choosing to work on that so i became a different person i didn't connect with those people like i had before I didn't find value in those relationships like I had before. So it was also the understanding of like, I don't want to be around you, not because I don't care about you, not because you've done anything and I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm really trying not to smoke. I'm really trying not to be a drunk, like all of those things for me. And it had nothing to do with them, but it was really hard because that was the only people I knew. So what does friendship mean to you guys now? And has it changed from when, like you as, you know, a teenager, as a kid, is it still the same? Does it mean the same thing to you? And then also, when have you, what's your biggest highlight as you as a friend that you're proud of? And when have you let your yourself down as a friend and let a friend down? What moments stand out for you guys? 
like for me, I'll give you an example. I was back home for Christmas this past Christmas and I rounded up a group of my guy friends that were, you know, very close. Don't talk as much now due to the distance and just moving on with our lives. And we were all talking about how like, they're like, man, I haven't seen you since London moved to Florida, you know, three, four years ago. I haven't seen you in a year and a half when we bumped each other. And they're like, fuck, we used to hang out every week or twice a week. And they're like, dude, they're like, it's because of London. London's the one that always brought us together. London was the ringleader. London, hey, man, this is what's going on. I need you guys to be here or here's what we can do. And I, that made me feel really, really proud. I was like, I told him, I was like, Ben, thanks for saying that, man. He's like, well, it's true. I'm like, well, Ben, you guys still live here. Like, take my spot. Round up the guys, dude. Like, hang out with Drew, dude. He's divorced with two kids. He, he needs to get out of the house. Like, Ben, you don't always need to work. Like, hang out with your friends. And it's, they're not guys that we're partying. They're, they're dudes that are working hard, trying to, like, evolve in life as human beings, as successes, you know? Um, and then for me, that stands out the most of letting a friend down. Uh, my friend was, his wife called me when I was in the gym. And she never really called me, but I was cool with her, you know, obviously, cooler with my best friend and she said hey like she tried to ask me some questions about my best friend like did drew ever have anger problems did drew ever get mad and i was like what are you talking about and he never did one time he kicked over a trash can in a basketball game and got ejected or whatever it was awesome he like knocked the guy down because he was fouling him all night <laughs> and they didn't like call fouls and but he was you know he had a temper but he never would hurt anybody or hit anybody nothing like that and like a month or two later, he calls me and he's like, dude, did you talk to my wife? Like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm like, she called me, dude. You know, it's because her and I were cool, you know. And he's like, well, why do you tell me? And I'm like, well, I didn't think I need to tell you like any time I, you know, talked to her. It was a good conversation. And I reiterated what she asked me. And he's like, he ended up calming down because he was trying to investigate some stuff. Ultimately, they're not together anymore. They're divorced. But you know, am I a bad friend? Cause I didn't call my friend immediately. Like that's kind of awkward. I don't want to get in the middle of their problems or whatever's going on. I don't know if that was a bad friend thing, but I didn't tell my best friend about that. I just told him once he asked me about it, those are the things that pop up for me. Friendship is, and then that other part of the question was, what does it mean to you? Uh, it's very special to me because again, I've always been the new guy and, uh, I'm a nice guy. I'm a likable guy. I like people, but I don't necessarily always bring you in. So if I worked at the restaurant and I saw you last night and we worked together and I came in the next night and I say, Hey, Meredith, I'm not hugging you like, Hey, what's up? But I'm not the guy that's, I'm not the hugger unless you're my people. If you're in my circle, I got you for life, but I'll bring you in and I'll be nice to you. But like, until you're really like in my soul, like I got you forever, but I'm not giving you all of me. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. you just get a part of me. Cause people in my life have let me down. So I have the hardest time giving you all of me, if that makes sense as a person, as a friend. But if I do, no questions asked, whatever you need. Can I ask you something about that? Of course, brother. So you just shared like, hey, you, you hold back, right? Like you only give a part of you to people. Yeah. As a way to kind of keep yourself stay, safe. Yeah. And I, and I think that, I wanna ask you about this because I think that's not rare. That's like every, every person has been hurt, betrayed, let down. But what does that cost you? Like what's the cost of not allowing yourself to like fully be with people? Um, I guess I don't know, but I would assume probably, you know, maybe more relationships, maybe more girlfriends, mm -hmm. maybe longer relationships, um, possibly less heartbreak too, you know? Um, I just try to, I think I read people very well, very a good, good um, talent to have living in LA. 
I think within, you know, like a minute, I can tell if you're a good person or not. Certainly been wrong before, but over time, like I can get a feel for you very quickly so I can know whether to give you my energy or not. You know, and I just think in times it's kind of protected me in a good way. Like, yeah, that person doesn't seem that great. I'm not really going to divulge and give them much of me. And then for the other aspect of it is just, I've never been that lovey-dovey kind of person unless you're my family or you're my girlfriend. You know, I'm just not that guy that if I saw Bree, like for the first time, I'd give her a big hug and say, it's so cool to finally meet you. But if I, I was going to ask, I'm like, okay, so yeah, since we've had just a virtual yeah. relationship, how does that work? Yeah, of course, you know, but like, you know, I'm not, again, I just, I'm not that guy that's like, you know, I just saw you yesterday. I'm not going to give you a big bear hug. You know, I'm just, right. you know, I, I'm not cold by any means. Yeah. No, I think like I asked that because I think it's like so common. I was just on a, a call last night with a group of, male entrepreneurs, very successful, high performers, half the dudes are like Navy SEALs or former Navy SEALs, right? These guys are like discipline and commitment. And now they're all taking all that and putting it into the entrepreneurial space. And one of the things that came up on that call, I was kind of doing like, a, it was like teaching almost like a, like a, a lesson or whatnot, was uh, this idea that where we hold back and are afraid to fail. And how, you know, a lot of them are like, man, we, we, they really are good at things they're good at, but they don't like to do things that they're not good at. Yeah. And we talked about the cost of that. And one of the guys was like, man, if I only do the things I'm good at, like, I leave a whole lifetime of things on the table untried because I'm afraid of some made up thing of failure. Like, who cares if I go skiing and I fall? I'm not trying to be a professional skier. Why can't I just have fun skiing, you know? And it made me, I had to like, as I'm working with them, I was like thinking about, man, where am I afraid? Well, where do I hold back? Because it's not just about failure. It's like where we're afraid to like let people down, where we're afraid to get hurt. Yeah. To bring it back around to this conversation. Um, yeah, I think like with me, you were just talking about your friendships. You know, to me, a friend is someone who, um, I think a friend plays a lot of different roles. I think a friend is somebody who can listen somebody who can not judge you, somebody who can support you. So they can be the person who can be like, like, yeah, you know, fuck your boss. They're an asshole. But they could also be someone that goes, hey, you know, you were kind of an asshole. I, to me, like that, the dynamic of a friend is it's, it's more than just like they complain with you or just support you. They play those different parts. I think there's someone that they can, they can listen. They can, um, my best friends and I know they're my best friends because they're the ones that I'm willing to be the most vulnerable with. You know, when my heart's broken, I can like actually feel safe enough to like let out the emotions with. Um, they're also the ones that when I'm doing things that they don't think are best for me, that they'll tell me. But what I think is cool is it doesn't impact our friendship. They can tell me, hey, I think that's dumb what you're doing. And I don't think it's good for you. And I can go, I appreciate that. And that doesn't change that we're friends or not friends. I think another thing is that I think a lot of people don't understand that we can fight with people and still love them. And, and, I, and me and my mom learned this lesson together. And it was really cool because I didn't know I was doing it. My mom said to me one day, you're one of the first people in my life that I ever realized I could have a big fight with and that you still love me anyway. And I went, Oh, that's kind of cool. Cause of course I do. You're my mom. Like we can have, we can have all, all kinds of, and my mom's like very intelligent. We get into it. So we go back and forth and I'm like, it doesn't change how I love you. We might disagree. And I think a real friendship has that, that you can go at it. And at the end go, Hey, you believe this and I believe this and I love you anyway. It doesn't even matter. And maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we won't, but 
the, the connection is there. So I think there was one other piece that you said, oh, you brought in the piece about the, um, the couples and the families. I, something I've really enjoyed as my guy friends specifically have gotten married is I've actually enjoyed getting to become friends with their wives and having relationship with their wives. And, you know, a lot of guys are not as good as communicators. You know, you, I'm sure you know London, like, and, and Brie, maybe you see it with Aaron. Like, guys can, like, be good friends and not talk for, like, a year, and then all of a sudden you drop them in a bar, and it's like they didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's a, like, no, kind of normal thing. So I think one of the things I do is, like, with my best friends that are guys, I don't talk to them very often. Every once, three months, we'll message each other, we'll see each other. And a lot of them, because they have kids and responsibilities, but I'll talk to their wives like on a regular basis, like over social media, over texting, and their wives will like keep me in the loop of their lives and I'll kind of like keep them in the loops of my lives and they become like the middleman mm-hmm. and kind of keep the thing going. And then I think that's actually more fun because then when I get to be with them, I already had the relationship with my buddy. Now I have a relationship with his wife because of that's where I've been kind of putting my energy so we can all hang out. Yeah, and that's awesome because I think in a lot of cases, um, you know, you know, guys can almost feel like they took your friend away. And it's like, well, that's they're part of it now, man. They're those two are together. So you need to learn how to, you know, at least give, you know, obviously you need to give them a chance. And then ultimately you you know, hopefully you find out why they're in love with that person and how awesome they are. And then you end up gaining a new friend. One hundred percent, man. I think it's interesting that you brought that up because I think that when Aaron and I started like hanging out, I wouldn't say we dated for the first year of our relationship. It was kind of like, we're going to have fun. Like neither one of us wanted to get married, but it was always like, Oh, what are you and your friends doing? Like on his end. And I would just go like, Oh, you're going to play golden tea or you're playing pool at this bar. Like I'll come sit there. (laughs) Like hang out with you guys because I really didn't have a like good friend group I had people like like my roommates and stuff but like I never really clicked with girls it was always drama it was always catty like that was always my experience and I just like didn't put up with that bs like I hated it um but then even being 30 it's funny because Aaron and I have like kind of created a I would say like a a friend group within the school and community of families that Soph goes to school with um but they've all grown up here like they all know each other since like middle school and Aaron and I are like, the couple is like, we're not married, like, we're very untraditional, like, him and I are not the jealous type. So Alex, you're talking about, oh, I talked to their wives. And it came up, we were sitting at a bar, I think it was my birthday, we were out with some of these couples. And Aaron was like, talking to some women, I don't know, like, he was getting us a drink mm-hmm. or something. And she's like, how are you not just like going nuts? Like, he's up there, ta- like, these girls are talking to your man. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I don't give a shit. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he's not screwing him in the bathroom. Like, what? Like, you can't have a conversation. So, I think that's an interesting part of like the female male dynamic. Like, I've always had guy friends. So, when Aaron and I started hanging out, if he asked me, like, what are you doing? Usually it was like hanging out with my dude friends. Like, oh, I'm hanging out with Josh. I'm hanging out with this guy. Like, it was always dudes. It wasn't like I was doing anything, but I just gravitated towards the male just as a friend. And so now, I mean, I don't hang out with people a ton, but I always get along better with like the husband, (laughs) like, oh, we're going golfing. Like, okay. Like, or a weekend trip. I would find myself probably wanting to do jello shots in the golf course and not like going to the spa and like sipping wine. Like, that's just my personality. So it's nice to have a partner 
who's also okay and comfortable with that because it's like a clear communication of like, clearly there's trust. There's not lines to be crossed. Like I wouldn't just go have, you know, an intimate dinner date with a guy friend, you know, out of respect for him. But like to be like hanging out and hang out with the guys, there's just not a weirdness. Like these girls were going on. <laughs> I got I to gotta like, th- throw in something really funny just cause like that you just said that. If I'm at a bar with the girl I'm with, mm-hmm. dudes aren't looking at her or trying to talk to her, I have a problem with that. You're with the yeah. wrong person. <laughs> I, and, and look, I know it's from ego, but I'm like, like, I want my wife, my girlfriend to come back and go, that dude just hit on me at the bar. I'm like, yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, yeah, we ran into that all the time because we both started a relationship working at a bar together. So he was my boss, technically. We both bartended, I served. So I'm like, all night long, there's girls sitting at the bar hitting on him. I'm serving, trying to get my tip from dudes. So like, girl, the servers just didn't understand the dynamic. Like, aren't you pissed that those girls are like hitting on your boyfriend? I'm like, we're clocked in. Like, no, like, if I'm at another (laughs) bar and there's a hot bartender, I'm probably going to also try to like finagle a free shot out of the bartender. Like, and he wouldn't be mad about it. We'd go to a bar. He's like, you get those free drinks. Like, go for it. But I think you have to have that self-awareness of knowing and that trust, whether it's with a friend or in a relationship, that it doesn't go beyond that. I think um, Alex and I, we met in San Diego. I was on a girl's trip. Like I was a solo. I wasn't with him. It wasn't like an option to be like, we should go meet up. So like Alex and I meeting up, like people might take that as like super weird. Like I even had a friend at the conference that left earlier and she was like, that's super weird. That's super shady. Aren't you going to tell Aaron? And I'm like, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Tell him like, sure. I'll tell him I met up with a friend, but it wasn't like a weird, like, Hey, I need to tell you something. I met up with a guy. Like it was, (laughs) Hey, I had drinks with Alex. Remember that life coach that I worked with. It wasn't like a weird thing. So yeah, I think friendships for me right now, are weird being 30. I feel like I'm 20. <laughs> I feel like I'm super young and energy and confident, but I also don't want to go do everything that the 20 year olds are doing. So I'm not like this mom who's knitting and loves being that mom role of like dance mom and all that stuff. I embrace it to some degree, but I'm also like a free spirit of where are the people in the middle? Like, where are the people that want to? hang out on our back deck, like make some sangria, kick it, but we don't have to like, I don't know, play the parent role all the time, but I also am not looking to hang out with 18 year olds and get crunk at a club. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not about that life anymore by any means. Um, Still need the highs and lows from you guys as Mm. yourselves as a friend. Call yourself out, the good and the bad. You know, I was thinking about this, so I was going to ask, ask you guys. So I remember I actually just had this not that long ago, a couple of years ago. So when I was in high school, I had this guy who was like one of my good friends. We, uh, in college, we were good friends. We went to different schools, but we, you know, I remember even like going to the college he was at for spring break at one point, hanging out. And, uh, and we were very different, but we were good friends. And then after college, we went and traveled, like we went to Europe together and we traveled around and, um, this re- the trip really exposed how different we and unfortunately, like I was a dick back then. I don't want to say, you know, anything negative about him, but like I was a dick and we were very different and that trip did not go well. That was a, a not a good trip for, I think probably for both of us. I can't speak for him, but it wasn't a good trip for like our friendship. 
And when we came back, we slowly started to drift apart. And like little by little, it wasn't just like we weren't friends anymore, but like little by little, and then all of a sudden we didn't talk at all. He got married, he has kids. And a couple of years ago, I was sitting around and I was like, man, what happened? Like, what did I do? Did I do? Because I never really felt negatively about him, but you know, I stopped hearing from him. So one day I picked up the phone and I called him. And I was like, hey, and I just did this like, hey man, you know, we used to be really good friends. And I'm really curious if I ever did something that like really bothered you, that, you know, upset you. Like, did I do something I need to apologize for? And, uh, and his response, which I think you have to believe people, right? You give them opportunity. I don't think, you know, he said, no, he said, you, you know, you were fine. You, you were just you and I was me. And he goes, life happens and people grow apart, you know? And, uh, I think that can be true. And I think we don't have to have that be true, right? Life can happen. People can grow apart and you can go, I don't want to grow apart. I'm going to like, be in this and you know we let we allowed that to happen it didn't just happen but I look back and I'm like you know I have a few friendships like that I have some some other guy friends that I was like best friends with in elementary school junior high high school that like I just neglected the relationships you know and I can say I did it like I didn't call I didn't hang out I remember in high school my phone would ring a lot and like people would be like hey you want to go do and I would be like no I don't want to well, when you say no enough times, people stop calling. Um, and I don't regret, because I was being true. I didn't want to do certain things. But I do sometimes think about, man, I had a lot of, like, a lot of the guys that I was friends with are good dudes. They're still good dudes. They have families. And I just neglected those relationships. And if I want them back, I can go back and do the work. And, but it's a commitment, right? It takes work. Being a friend is not a lazy venture. Yeah, I would say... Similarly, so for me in relationships, I really suck at putting an effort. Like, I'm a good friend. I'm a very good friend. Like, Aaron, I've even asked Aaron, like, do I suck at, like, being a friend? Because I've always been in uh, friendships where they hang out with me when they're not in a relationship. And then it's like, oh, now they have a boyfriend, and now we don't talk, right? Or I'm, like, second fiddle again. But I think for me in the beginning of the year, I don't make like resolutions, but I said something I really want to work on this year. um, And it's interesting that we're bringing it up now is I want to work on putting effort into the people that matter in my life. And that didn't just mean, Oh, it's convenient to put in relationship effort because Aaron's here and I can be like, good morning, love you and focus on that. But really taking the effort instead of putting it on anybody else and saying, well, they always say they're busy or they never have time or they always come up with an excuse to really just say, no, I can do my part. I'm going to put in the effort and whether they reciprocate it or not, that's on them. But like, I know that I suck in this area. So I am going to choose to like pick up the phone to choose to take that hour where I'm like, oh, I could really be working. My entrepreneurial spirit is like, I just want to work. I don't want to talk on the phone and gab about how your kids are doing. But that's part of it. And like Alex said, it it is a commitment of friendship. You know, people say they want connection. They want a really good friend. And how do you find friends? And it is something that you have to choose to put time and effort into. And for the last couple of years, like I just, it wasn't on the top of my priority list. And so I sat down turning 30 and was like, I do want some really solid friendships. I do have some people in my life that they could be solid. They could be those people. I'm just the one that's not, I'm being passive about it. 
And so I have done a better job of, um, my best friend, she lives, you know, miles away from like, we can't just get together. So it does take effort to get on a zoom call and have coffee or to check in. Cause it's so easy with kids to not do those things. Um, so I have to make an effort and be like, how was your day? And if she doesn't respond, I know she's a busy mom too. And that we might not talk for three months. And then she checks back in and be like, I totally read that text and I love you and we're good. So it's been something on my heart to just dive in and family members too, where we've kind of been like, well, they never come down here. They never drive here to just make sure that our kids see them that, Hey, family is important to Aaron and I, and we're diving in. So I think that's something that anybody can do is like, if you want to cultivate a relationship, whether it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a friendship, um, that you've got to work at it, that it doesn't just happen. And, Oh, we're naturally best friends since high school, that I think it's a two way street always. Um, yeah, friendship's a funny thing, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, it's been, uh, when I think about it, it's uh, mostly, you know, 99% positive. And I've been fortunate to, you know, I, I have some very, you know, some people that are very close to me that are friends, you know, and they've become family. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, your expectations of somebody aren't always right. So you've been friends forever and you always hung out, then, you know, maybe you move and they get involved with somebody and you don't talk as much. Like it doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad friend, you know, just things change over time and you got to understand that. And then maybe you tell somebody some news and you expect them to be more excited or more angry, but like ultimately <clears throat> don't get mad at them about how they feel about how they're feeling. You know, don't put your emotions on top of them like you took the risk to ask them their opinion that's their opinion and it doesn't make them a bad friend and ultimately i think a real friend like alex mentioned earlier is they tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear you know and my friends have definitely called me out on stuff you know thankfully it hasn't happened too often but i've had some real honest moments with friends and that's what to me a real friend is and one that you can call three years from now and you haven't talked and you pick right up where you left off. And I think that's where you still uh, cherish the, those young relationships that you've had for so long. And then if that doesn't happen anymore and you like feel like you're talking to somebody and all you do is have the same conversation and you're both not growing in that area, you don't talk about anything new or positive, it might be time to be like, dude, you don't even have to say anything to them. I think you should man up and say something, but if not be okay with letting that friendship slip and eventually maybe dissolve and you move on, you know, but if anybody has any tips on how to make friends in this modern day era, besides going on Bumble friendship, let us know. Sure. But uh, yeah, friendship is uh, very near and dear to my heart and uh, happy to make two more friends on this podcast. Cheesy, but true. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey London, thanks for bringing this as a topic. Um, yeah, I'm like thinking about people out there. Like, go make some friends. <laughs> go make some friends. Uh, you know, I actually I want to leave it at this, and then I want to hit it. I just read an article about how people are using this quarantine to rekindle friendships. It's funny I didn't bring this up before. I read it yesterday, and it's and I thought when I saw the article it was by BuzzFeed that it was a romantic thing. Oh, people are like going romantic rekindling actually that people are looking because of the death and the mortality and the quarantine, all these things, people are going, man, what relationships have I neglected? And the article is all about how people called are calling like their estranged relatives, their, the dad or the mom that they stopped talking to, the sister, the brother. Um, some of them are couples going, man, like, I don't think my life is ever, was ever as good as it was when I was in that one relationship. Like what happened to that person? Um, 
so it was pretty cool. I'm not saying we should all go out and do that, but you know, if you're thinking about somebody, my, my two cents would be, you should reach out. Like you have nothing to lose. Yeah. And don't, don't wait for something bad to happen. You know, it's a good point. Yep. And this is the time where like, you know, anything at any moment could happen. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, please follow us on Instagram so you get like all the, the you know, latest news updates on episodes. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review. Man, we're up above like 50 reviews in less than a month. It's pretty badass. So we're grateful to everyone who's doing that. And uh, we're grateful to everyone that's listening and sharing. And please like share this episode or some other episode with a friend that needs to hear it. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. It's not easy to create these episodes, but we know it's important. We need more real, open, and honest conversations because we know that whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, you're not alone. A life pretending isn't worth living. So please share this podcast with a friend and thanks for listening.